And a good Wednesday morning to you. Welcome to Brewer's Briefing. I am Brooks Brewer. Believe it or not, we are going to do this show come hell or high water. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad to be with you for this Wednesday. It is Wednesday, right? Yes, it is Wednesday. We finally got ourselves on the air after a little delay. But we are here broadcasting live from the White River still in Flippin', Arkansas. Glad to have you with us for the program today. Thanks for joining us. Gosh, you didn't have to be here, and well, here you are. Golly, it was nice of you to do that. Why don't you get involved in the program officially? You can give us a call or a text on the brew lines, 918-756-3646. That is the number, okay? 918-756-3646. And again, glad to have you with us for Brewers Briefing on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. I hope it's beautiful where you are. Oh, my gosh, it's beautiful where we are. Broadcasting, I mean, literally looking over the White River here, and the guides are going up the river. People are getting ready to go fishing out there, and I'm in here working. Don't you feel sorry for me? Just a little tiny bit. Anyway, again, get up in there, 918-756-3646. Text or call. Good morning, Vicky. There's a happy, lovely day meme already. I got a howdy brew man. Hi, Tricia. How are you? No, that's not Trisha. Trisha Bailey wants to do the show in your absence on Mondays and Thursdays. Really? Okay, well, we have to talk about that. Don't forget Tradio with Trisha at 9 o'clock. She's got that show currently. Biden trading and selling and giving away. 9 o'clock right here on The Brew. All right, let's take a look at the weather forecast, see what it's doing out there in your neck of the woods. We have what? We have, we have 65 degrees, fair skies, looking for 82 today. With a 60% chance of rain. I know you were looking forward to some more rain. It's been, been 15 minutes since you had any last. 70% chance of rain tonight. 63 degrees. Thursday, 79 degrees. And a 70% chance of rain. 50% chance of rain Thursday night. Friday, only 40% chance of rain. High of what? 84 on Friday. A 50% chance of rain Friday night. It's never ending. Saturday, rain. Oh, my gosh. Saturday night, rain. Sunday, rain. This is, uh, this is, uh, some of you people are living right out there. They say rain's a blessing. Sunday, 79 for the high temperature. Monday, rain. Oh, my gosh. This is getting more depressing as we go. 74 degrees. Tuesday, only a 30% chance of rain, but it'll change before the end. Mid-60s, or mid-70s, excuse me. Golly, dog. Whoo, man alive. It's, it's rain. It's wet. That is going to be soggy. Anyway, that's what it is. Temperatures around the state, we have 60s everywhere. Panhandle, middle of the state, everywhere. There's all 60s. There's a 170 anywhere. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. No. Oh, there's one right there. Lane, Oklahoma, tops it out at 70 degrees for the, for the prize today. Anyway, that's uh, that's the weather. Man, it's been a good time in in uh, in flipping. We had eight guys down here. We talked about this yesterday. If you joined the program, eight grumpy old men. Last night we went to dinner, and they wanted to know: Is there a name for the group? I said, eight grumpy old men. Put that on the thing, and uh, it's not true. They're great guys. Man, we've had a hell of a time talking politics and policy and uh, fishing. You name it. It's been, it's been good. Everybody's scattered this morning, though, like a bunch of quail. They're gone. There's only a couple of us left. And then we got to go back to reality. Anyway, what's happening in news? Anybody know? Is there anything going on out there? 
There's a couple of things. Trump, you've heard of him, Donald Trump. He's going to be on a CNN town hall tonight. <laughs> what? Yes. CNN is, uh, is looking to do something to get their ratings back. They don't have anybody watching anymore. And so I guess they've agreed to have Donald Trump to participate in a town hall tonight in New Hampshire. He'll take questions as the front runner of the 2024 GOP primary field. He uh, was, of course, indicted yesterday in a New York uh, court. We might talk about that. He uh, was uh, uh, indicted on uh, sexual abuse of E. Jean Carroll back in 1996, and she was awarded $5 million for battery and defamation, though he was not convicted of rape, as he was alleged to have done. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. Tonight's town hall is set for uh, 7 o'clock Central Time. And let's see, how do you watch it? If you have CNN, uh, you can look it on their, maybe their website even. And uh, so there you go. <laughs> the Teflon Don going to be on CNN tonight. <laughs> Amazing. In other news, mass shootings, they say 706 in, in 2021. But fentanyl overdoses, 70,601. If politicians are screaming about guns but not screaming about fentanyl deaths, then they're playing political games. You know, that's interesting, I think. We, we, we have all of this discussion, of course, guns, deaths, uh, people that commit crimes with guns. It's bad and it's evil and it's wicked. And we can have that discussion about what do we do? How do we make places safe for schools and churches and movie theaters? But where is the discussion about Fentanyl deaths, is it, is it, I mean, is it, it has to be part of the discussion, is it not? It, it's, uh, it's a problem. We know it's coming across the southern border uh, in the droves. And, and we know China is providing pill presses to the Mexican cartels. We know all of these things. We know it's coming from the south. And what are we doing about it? Not much. There's not, we're not even talking about it. 70,000 people in our, in our country have overdosed, died, at least in this one year of 2021, what they say, and no discussion. No action on the border. And we have Title 42 ending tomorrow, where they were sending some folks back. And I saw a report this morning where the Venezuelan, no, not Venezuelan, uh, Guatemalan president said he knows of 80,000 people heading toward America right now because of Title 42 ending. Lovely. Fantastic. Okay, just what we need. Anyway, um, today's Wednesday. That you knew already because you people are sharp. And today is the day James Comer, Congressman James Comer, is supposed to come out with all this information about the Biden family organized crime unit. Um, judgment day for the Bidens is today. How many of you believe that's actually going to happen? Raise your hand. Okay. Well, nobody. Okay. 
So this guy's got it. James Comer's been on the trail. He's got a team. He's got the information. He's got all the stuff. And he's talking with Jesse Waters about it. I would play it for you, but it just echoes. See, I don't know how to work it. I don't know what it's. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know how to fix it. Let me try to turn my mic down and see what it does. Okay, that doesn't work either. Okay, just thought I would try to play the clip for you, but no, it's not happening. It's not going to happen. Not even going to try it anymore. But do you think? Does anybody think anything? I, I don't know if if they had you know ironclad proof that Sloppy Joe took uh, bribes from the Chinese. Xi Jinping himself, if they had it in a letter written, here you go, here's the check, here's the, and they had it videoed, I don't think anything would still happen to you. Do you think anything's going to happen to these people? I just don't know. I don't, I don't believe it. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anybody at the top. Or, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, go down for any of these crimes. It's the little people. That go down. The Biden family, they're untouchable. The Clintons, untouchable. Nothing happens. So I don't know. Here's here's what people are saying. People are saying the same thing. Nothing happens. Zero. Nobody's nobody's believes it. It all sounds great. Woo, we got them this time. You know, the walls are closing in. <laughs> Heard that happen a hundred times. What about impeachment? We're going to be, we're going to impeach. Will the Republicans impeach? Will they, do they have the, no, they don't have any. And so they won't impeach anybody. They won't do anything. They'll get up there. They'll talk and talk and talk and talk and have hearings and nothing will happen. Right. It'll be, it'll be crickets. And that's what we'll have. <laughs> anyway, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe. What else is happening in the world of news? God, we had a discussion on the porch this morning. We're up early. These old men, I'm telling you, these grumpy old guys, they get up early around here. They get up 4 or 5 o'clock, start making a pot of coffee. And we're in a room where you're leaving? Yeah. Okay, man. Yeah, Y'all drive carefully. Talk to me when you get back. Okay. Enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, good times. Bye-bye. Time. There goes Ned right there. Ned is... He's responsible for all this. Hi, everybody. Hey, tell him hi. He said hi. Yeah. We'll get you on here next time. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, Ned. Ned. Ned organized this whole fishing trip. He's been doing it for 50 years plus. He's been coming down to the same spot. And it's cool. All, a lot, and he invites a bunch of old grumpy men down here, and here we come. It's good times. Anyway, he's leaving. I'm the last one. Anyway... What are we talking about? News? Oh, we were having this discussion on the porch this morning. Yeah, these old guys, they get up and start rank battling around. Well, there's three of us in this particular little bungalow, and we're sleeping out here in the kitchen. We've got two beds out here in the living room, and then there's one bedroom back there. And anyway, they get up and they start rattling around, making coffee. And you know how you old men are. You get up by 4 o'clock, you got to get up and get going. Anyway, we get out on the porch, and conversations tend to go towards politics and we got this reparations action going on out in California. You've been hearing about this deal? Yes. Rep oh, turn the triggers off. Good night. Triggers. Thank you. Whoever said that. Um, so we, we got, we got reparations conversations on the front porch this morning out on the balcony overlooking the river and 
And so California has been talking about reparations for a minute now, right? I mean, that's that boy is going to be the deal. They're going to bring it and going to give all the old former slaves. I mean, not former slaves. There's not any former slaves living. The former cousins and family of all the slaves, give them some money. I mean, it's, there's been all kind of talk. How much is it going to be millions? It's going to be 5000 a month. It's going to be houses. It's, how much is it going to be? Well, that's who knows. But anyway, lots of talk about reparations in California. Come to find out, now California Governor Newsom declines to back reparations checks. What? What? You've been talking about it all this time and how great it is, how it's going to be phenomenal. And then now you, when it comes to the doing, see, ah, it's not about, he says, slavery's legacy is more than cash payments. With a smile and his slick back hair. It's more than that. Come on now, you people. Governor Newsom pledges to advance systemic changes. After reparations task force backs payments up to $1.2 million. <laughs> oh, he's backing down. Imagine that. Can you imagine a politician doing that? No. She, boy, saying something and doing something else. Right there. He declined to endorse the cash payments that could reach as high as $1.2 million per recipient recommended by the task force that he put in place. Huh. <laughs> oh, isn't that funny? It's how it goes. It's all, man, they're just talking points. And they get out there and they, oh, they get everybody all lathered up about whatever it is they're lathering them up about today, right? Reparations today and... Something else tomorrow. It's always something. Get everybody all lathered, excited, and then they then they back down. Well, man, it ain't all about the cash payments. We're going to change systemic racism in our country. It's going to be a better country for it. Just go back to work. So he's not backing it. And one of the one of the guys on the patio said, uh, "Well, this is the deal. He's running for president, and he knows that's got no traction. So he can't come out and back it. And that's probably true." That's probably true. Thomas Sowell, uh, I don't know if you know who this guy is or not. I turned Ned on to Thomas Sowell this morning. Thomas Sowell is an awesome dude. He's a black guy, and he's a smart black guy. He's smart, smart, smart. He's, I don't know if he's a professor or economist. Or, he's just all-around smart guy. And I've, I've followed him for quite a while now on Twitter. And he came out this morning. I, I mean, might have been yesterday. Who knows when it was. Anyway, he said the number of white people who were enslaved in North Africa by the Barbary pirates exceeded the number of Africans enslaved in the United States and in the American colonies before that put together. <coughs> Did you know that? Well, now you do. So what about that, people? We're talking about reparations. Why just to the black community? Where does the white reparations come in? Do we get reparations too? Or is it, is it just for black slavery ancestry? I mean, what about it? What about it? I, I don't know. I mean, do you have an argument? I mean, maybe, maybe you can help me. And I believe the phone lines are open. Let me see if they're, they're working. There's that. And that was the dead air from earlier. So the phone lines are available. If you want to call in or text, 
and you can completely straighten us out here and, and, and inform us. I'm all for it. I really, really am. And I had this discussion with my buddies. I was like, hey, man, I just I never can get any opposing views, and I wish I could. But if we're talking reparations and we had white slaves too, Indians had slaves. I mean, we've had all kinds. Slavery goes back for millennia, right? It's been going on for a long, long time. And uh, anyway, so Thomas Sowell brought that out. I thought it was it was uh, spot on, interesting, and it has to be part of the discussion if we're going to be discussing reparations. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. Somebody said he he saw the bill and did a turnaround. Typical politics. Talking about Mr. Newsom there. Gonna gonna back out of the old reparations talk. Move on down the road. What else we got going on out there? Let's see what we got. Um, let's see. This is uh, Jonathan Turley talking about Newsom and the Democratic politicians campaigning on reparations for years as a moral imperative. And now that the bill has come due, a card and an apology is not going to cut it. <laughs> oh, gosh, the state of politics in our country. Something else. Something else. What are we going to do about our debt ceiling, people? I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with this whole debt ceiling conversation. And maybe you have, and you can enlighten us. I mean, I know we're going back and forth about the debt. Are we going to default on our payments? If we do, what does that even mean? That is so far beyond my pay grade. I don't even know what it means. I'm just going to go back to the river and go fishing and let you people worry about it. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be right over there. <laughs> I didn't catch very many fish yesterday. I, I should have taken Fay Roy's advice and got some minnows. I did not. I kept the flies going, and I caught a few. Yesterday was tough. Even the pro, the two pros, Chris and Dave, we had two pros here, fly fishing aficionados. They struggled a little bit yesterday even. So uh, anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, minnows. We're going to have to get some, get some minnows going out there on this deal. Um, anyway, the dead ceiling, that's what it was. I have no idea about, about that whole thing. And if you do, maybe you can help us out. Good morning, Damon. My old buddy down in Sherman, Texas. He's, he's now with us in the program. He says there's an estimated 40 million enslaved in the world today. 40 million slaves today? Where are those people? Some of them are in China, I bet you. Wow. Whew, man. Slavery. That's not good. I have some things to think about that and say about that, but I don't know. I'll probably just move on. So moving on. Let's see. Okay, let's let's jump around here and see what else we got. Wait, let's do this first. What time we got? 8.30, almost 8.27. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with more of this riveting program. It's Brewer's Briefing. By the way, this is out there on the podcast world. Don't forget that. It's Brewer's Briefing on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and other podcast favorites. We'll be right back. It is 828. It is Wednesday, hump day. Happy, happy, happy hump day to you. It's the middle of the week, and the weekend's just right over there. We can see it from here. It's not that far. Hang in there. 
you want to get in the program, you can do it by texting us on the brew lines or call us, either one. Love to talk to you. I enjoy talking to my, my, my listeners out there. Whoever you may be, maybe first time, you've been thinking about calling and you never do. Well, today's the day. It's your day, all right? 918-756-3646. It's a free call. It's a free call. So, I guess there's this new thing coming out. Maybe it's it's just out now or whatever. It's going to be on Twitter. And if you have Roku, or it's coming from Twitter, I guess. And if you have the Roku, whatever that is, a subscription or a stick, or I don't even know what it is, some TV thing. It's called Roku. You probably know what it is. You can get this uh, Twitter channel, I guess, and it's going to have all this programming on there. And Tucker Carlson is doing a show. He's coming out. He's doing his thing. He's ready, going back to work already. Vacation is over, and he's gonna. It's going to come from Twitter, I guess. So, if you if, even if you don't have a Twitter account, you can watch this thing on Roku, evidently. And he's coming out now. God, I wish I could play this for you, but it just echoes. There is a clip on uh, CNN with the potato head. What's his name? The, 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 the smarmy little guy on CNN. CNN looked like Mr. Potato. He is a, <coughs> you know who I'm talking about. He's talking to somebody. And they are concerned about Tucker on this channel and just being able to say whatever he wants to say. <laughs> I think that is so funny. They are so scared of this thing called free speech that nobody's going to be able to censor Tucker. He's not going to have a boss. No, Rupert Murdoch is not over him anymore. He got no bosses. And he's going to be able to say whatever he wants to say. Oh, my God. Gosh, and they just don't know what to do about it. They, they're, they're very concerned. And they literally come out and say, like, well, is he going to be able to just say what he wants to say? Is he not going to have anybody to, whew. Will anybody, they, here's a direct quote. Will anybody be able to police what Carlson says, or is this the point? It's just a free-for-all. Now, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen of the Brewski tribe, think about these people. They come out and say this on television. Will anybody be able to police what Carlson says? Because we used to have police. We have police, what we can say, and he had police. And now, will there be any police to police what he has to say? Or will it just be a free-for-all? You don't like free speech. It's shocking. These people are literally afraid of free speech. They can't fathom the idea somebody could come out there and just say what they want to say. It's a free-for-all, just like it is on this program. It's a free-for-all. Now, I'm, I may have police, but they don't know I'm out here. Like They don't know. They don't care, I suppose. Our little old broadcast, our little small community of people. But uh, it's fascinating to me. They... The, the, the progressives, they don't want free speech, man. They want to narrow it down, rein it in. You will follow the narrative or else. And so Tucker's out there. Somebody said here on the old text line, Tucker is a truther. 
And that won't sit well with the powers that be. He's a truther. What does that mean? Like he believes that uh, Obama was born in Kenya, or what does that mean exactly? Does that mean uh, that he believes that the 9-11 was an inside job? What does that mean? What is the definition of truther? I've heard that bantered about. I don't even think I know what it is. In other news, ICE has released hundreds of criminals, criminals, criminals into the uh, Americas to clear space for the border surge. That's that's awesome. Let's just tap into this this news story here from the Washington Times, and let's see if we can read it. Let's see what they say. This is fantastic news. You'll love to know about illegals coming into your country for making room for more. Immigration Customs Enforcement has been releasing illegal immigrants, including those with criminal records from custody, to clear space for the looming surge of more illegals at the border. At the latest sign of the government's scramble to prepare for the onslaught, ICE cuts its detention population to fewer than 23,000 at the start of the month, down from more than 28,000 six weeks earlier. And lots of criminals being released. Go, go. We got to make room for more. Get out. Go. And they're heading to Oklahoma, many of them, I'm sure. Just heading north, you know, land wherever they're going to land. <sighs> Lord, somebody help us. Somebody. What are we going to do about this border situation? Huh? Somebody said right side broadcasting is now live with a committee press conference on the Bide crime family findings. Okay, that's good to know. Let me know if they go to jail, okay? When they, when you see them handcuffed, call me and let's talk about it. So, I don't know. So, we got all these criminals I mean, uh, in, in being released into the country. I want to read this story. Now, here's, here's a story that I heard on the patio this week. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you into the full story here. This is the, here's the... Uh, Here's the headline. Okay, you ready for this? This is creepy, man. Hotel manager arrested after sucking sleeping guests' toes in Nashville. Ladies and gentlemen, how would you like to wake up in a hotel room somewhere with somebody sucking your toes that you don't know? That's one thing when you wake up with a wife sucking your toes. That's one thing. <laughs> Happens all the time. But what if it's a complete stranger? And you, you, oh, 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 what are you doing? Who, <laughs> God. Oh, my gosh. What is it coming to out there? Every morning, crazy stories. The manager of the Hilton Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee, was arrested last Friday after allegedly sucking on a guest's toes while he was sleeping. That's right. Hotel guest Peter Brennan woke up at 5 a.m. or so, getting ready to make coffee on March 30th, to find hotel night manager David Patrick Neal sucking on his feet. Brennan yelled, appalled at the disturbing scene, and recognized Neal as one of the hotel staff that helped him out earlier. Neal fled the room. Brennan filed a lawsuit against the hotel, claiming that he had been sexually assaulted. According to the lawsuit, Neil had cloned the key to Brennan's room and let himself in during the early hours of the morning. I was just 
so shocked, said Brennan. It was, who are you? Why are you in my room? It was almost like a dream, a, a sort of nightmare. It just didn't make any sense. Why is this person touching me and sucking my pinky toe? Can you even imagine? Neil claimed that he had entered Brennan's room because he had smelled smoke and wanted to make sure that the guest was okay. And well, there those toes were sticking out of the end of the bed. I couldn't help myself. I added that part. The manager did not report the smoke to hotel security. No one else reported the smell. All of my life, you just have that sense of security and then sense of peace, right? It's not like you're camping. <laughs> you have to keep one eye open, said the, the guest. No, you, you're in a hotel room in Asheville. And it's a Hilton, by the way, so be careful. Oh, my gosh. Neil, 52, was charged last week with aggravated burglary also and assault. A later investigation found that Neil had been charged multiple times before the for, for forgery and drinking and even voluntary manslaughter. But uh, I guess all that got through the vetting process at, uh, at the Hilton, Hilton Inn there. <laughs> when Hilton hired a person, they had, they had to have known... They have to do background checks, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe not. Maybe not. That's pretty much the end of the story. Yeah. Can you can you even imagine? Oh, that old boy probably wouldn't have made it out of the hotel room. He wake up sucking my toe. By God, I want to kick you on the right side of the head with that free foot. You going down right now, boy? And I'm telling you, what, I'll be choking you right there. I sound all bad. Listen, he's a big old boy now. It might be different, but holy smokes. That's why I sleep with a pistol. Even in the, you know, when you're traveling, you got to put that pistol up on the old nightstand, boy. Good night. That is wild, man. <laughs> old toe sucker from way back. Man, it was a. There was another story. I remember something about something about something from a local situation. Y'all remember that? I don't even know all the details, but I'm not even going to go into it. There was some other story. I don't know. It happened in Oklahoma some years back. Something else similar to that story. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I want to know. Do you? Mm-mm. All right, Fort, Fort Hood has got a new name down in Texas. You know, the uh, got to get rid of those Confederate names. All references to the Confederacy, gone. Out of here, bye-bye. We got a new name. It is Fort Covazos. Fort Covazos in, a, in a Texas. The Department of Defense previously announced it would rename the Army base as part of an effort to remove Confederate-affiliated names and Thimbleth. And it's now Fort Cavazos, named after General Richard Edward Cavazos, a four-star general who fought in the Korean and the Vietnam Wars. Okay, okay. Well, that's good. We got to keep doing it everywhere. And we did. Cavazos grew up in Texas and uh, sounded like he was a great guy. So there's the new sign of Fort Cavazos, the great place. Boy, I tell you what, I hope it, I hope everything else changes down there at Fort Hood too. 
I mean, you know, they've had a lot of killings and suicides and shootings, and it's been the Wild West down there, man. It's been crazy. Hopefully the naming will change it all. Just the whole culture will change, and it'll all just be a new thing. Don't you, don't you hope so? I hope so, too. I really, really do. 918-756-3646, our number. Quick break. We'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. Oh, that'll get you going right there a little bit. 8.42 is our time. It's Wednesday, May the 10th. How you guys doing out there? I hope you're doing fantastically. I really, really do. I'd love to talk to you, get you in here. 918-756-3646, our number, text or call. Because one number does it all right here. we got about 18 minutes left in this riveting program, Brewer's Briefing. Uh, radio show slash podcast. What else? What other kind of bad news do we have happening out there? I don't know. It's just news stories. Headline, Illinois sex offender on probation allegedly suffocates 15-year-old and throws the body in the dumpster. God, it's just, just disturbing. I wish I had better news. But it's not a feel-good Friday. It's bad news Wednesday. All right, here's a call coming in. It's just a, we'll see who this is. Hopefully, it's a legitimate. Hi, good morning. Thanks for calling the briefing. How are you? Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Are you there? Hello. No. They got a little mic shy, and away they went. Well, <laughs> let's try it again. Here you go. Hello. Good morning. Yeah. Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello. Put you on speaker. Try that. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. Well, let me let me do something here real quick. Don't run off. I don't want to see if we can get you on the air. You calling for the program, aren't you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hang on one second. Redo the Bluetooth. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All right, let's try that again. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay, what's on your mind this morning? Talk to us. Brooke, do you hear anything about more schools? I took my grandkids to school, and I pulled them back out because there was threats being made. Today? At Morris Public Schools. This yes, is- they had a bunch of counties and light horse over there. Man, I, just, I don't know what's going on. No, I'm the first I've heard of it. I haven't heard a thing about this. So you're saying today you uh, took your grandkids to school, and then what did you see when you arrived? Well, just the light horse pulling in, and he told me. I let my grandson out. He said, everything's, we just got a situation going on. Then here come a bunch of more counties. I was on my way to work. So my daughter came up there, and she said she was pulling them out. And I said, well, that'd probably be the best thing to do. And it's uh, some so sort of know, a, maybe just a, some sort of a threat. Do you think? Did they close the school? I, no, they didn't close it. So maybe it was just a call in, you know. But anyway, I want you know that everybody from Morris had, had kids there. That okay, so somebody, a lot of, somebody, a lot is, of law, law, law. 
Yeah. Somebody I could call in said, for it, Bob, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, somebody just texted in and said it was a threat of a shooting, and they found that it was unsubstantiated. That's what one of the listeners just said. Right. I just want to get on there and let everybody know that everything's fine now, I think. Okay. Man, thanks for doing that. I appreciate that a lot. But, you know, it could have been a high school kid. It could have been anybody. I just, you know, I pulled mine out. I wouldn't let them step in. Yeah, well, you get better safe than sorry. That's for sure. I know a lot of people have done the same thing. So, thank you for letting us know I about just it. Wanna, you know, let everybody be aware. Right. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Anytime anybody have you guys have anything like that at all, do please call us and uh, let us let us put this stuff on there like this right here. Right. Hi, thanks for calling. You're on the uh, air. Uh, it's uh, the funeral for that little girl that got killed, ain't it? At ten o'clock. Well, I, I don't know which funeral. Which, it's, which? What are you talking about? Oh, the uh, one that was down in Henrietta. Where, yes, uh huh. And uh, they, oh, the the uh, they had was having the funeral at the at school. Well, no, there was evidently a threat also at the school. Oh. And they were telling the parents to take them out if they felt uncomfortable to take your kids out. So there was yeah. that may be going on also, but yeah. Well, that that's the, the funeral is today for the little oh. one girls uh, okay. at, at the school at ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, thanks for letting us know about that too. Yeah, horrible deal. Of course, I, the the Henrietta situation and so evidently a memorial service there today at ten, according to her. So lots happening in Morris, little old town area. I tell you what, a lot of these threats have been called in. All over Oklahoma, I, I guess it's happening all over the country. There, there's almost a new thing called swatting, and they'll call in these threats, and the SWAT teams will go out, and then it's just a you know false alarm. People have no idea what all goes into that kind of stuff, and uh, it's it's not funny. It's not a funny prank uh, to do that. I mean, you know, it's. Pranks are one thing, but that kind of prank, calling in threatening and bombs or shootings or anything that kind of stuff, that is just not, there's just, that's a beyond the the pale, man. Shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. You know, it's like, I, I don't know, times are a changing, boy. And it, it, the pranks we used to do ain't the pranks of today, are they? They are not. They are not. Anyway, um, Somebody said here on the old text line, people have lost their ever-loving minds. I know it. I know it. Well, what do you think? Do you think there's hope for America? <laughs> we were having this discussion on the porch. Matter of fact, old Ned now that you heard a while ago, he was. We were out there talking before sunup, and he's pretty doubtful it can recover. I I'm hopeful still. I told him, I said, you know, Ned, I mean, let me tell you, I said, I got a couple of step kids, 23. They're both about to graduate OSU. When I'm back, one of them next weekend, that's kind of cool. And, uh, or this coming weekend. And I said, these kids have made it through college and they have not bought into the political wokeness. They're still solid. They didn't get indoctrinated and they're sharp. And uh, that gives me hope. You know, you know, young people that are still sharp and, and uh, not stupid and didn't get didn't get all sucked in. So there is still hope. 
Um, I don't know about our election system. Uh, one of the one of the guys thinks that we have one of the best election systems in the world, and I'm doubtful about that. I, I really am. I, I wished we did. I, I, <laughs> I would think in the year, what is it, 2023 now, with all of the technology, we ought to be able to run an election fair and square. Simple. I mean... It's mind-boggling to me to think we can't seem to get something in somebody's hand, get your vote, and get it in, and legitimize it, make sure it's real, and count it, and and that's it. It's gotten so complicated, and we use these machines and computers that are not supposed to be connected to modems, and yet they find out they are connected to modems, and, and we can't. And we lose faith in our election system. And then, ladies and gentlemen, please, please, as bad as it may or may not be, do not become apathetic and, and, and decide not to vote. The problem I'm seeing with so many people is they're like, oh, my vote doesn't count. Why go to the trouble? I'm not even going to take the time to vote anyway. That is not the answer, okay? <laughs> no. I don't care what side of the aisle you are on. That is not the path forward. Okay? We got a whole bunch of people out here already apathetic and not voting, and it's, it's why we have some of the things that we do have. You know, it's never going to be perfect. It can be better, but we can't not vote. We have to vote. We have to. We just have to do it. So, anyway, that's not the answer, but. Somebody said, hopefully the Christians won't get mired in the mess called current culture. <laughs> well, yeah, some Christians already up in that mess. I mean, we talked a little bit about that yesterday. Not much. We, we ran out of time. We were talking about the Catholic, so one, one Catholic church. I don't know which one it was, where it was. I don't have the story in front of me, but it was some Catholic church somewhere. Said, you know, had this God as, as trans thing and a big queer uh, art display and and stuff like that. It's like, oh, <laughs> Lord help us. And you know, as the, the days go on, right? I mean, as we progress on into the end of end of end of end of times, there is going to be a great falling away. I think the Bible talks about a great falling away. People are going to wax cold in their love for Jesus and there will be a falling away. There also going to be a great revival too, right? I don't know. I've heard that too. It's a great awakening and the great revival and the great falling away. And I don't know, but I do know, man, we better stay close to Jesus and the book and we, we better, this is the time. This ain't a time right now to be sloughing around. There's never a good time for that. <laughs> sure not now. It is limited. Our time is limited. So there's your sermon for the day. You're welcome. Somebody pass the plate. Get started on the left side. We'll take it all the way to the right. Okay, and then send that in. Here's a funny story. I was I was sharing this on the patio this morning. There's a lady uh, in uh, Australia, down under. She was missing for several days. And they, the authorities found her. She survived it. And so here's the story. It said a woman who was missing for five days after her car became bogged in the mud survived off a bottle of wine and a few snacks. And Ned said, that's my wife. 
funny stuff. Yes, she survived off a bottle of wine and a few snacks. Just happened to have those in the car. And she'd been missing for days now. And Ned thought that might be his wife. Said, that, 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 by gosh, that could be her. 48-year-old went on a holiday to Bright last week. She didn't make a daily call to check in the loved ones. Police reported her missing. She was fine. Fine. Had a bottle of wine and some snacks. Did it just fine. Totally good. Back in action. It's hilarious. She hit a dead-end road, took a wrong turn, got stuck in the mud. So what do you do? <laughs> so the moral of the story is you need to always take a bottle of wine. Wherever you go, whatever you're doing, have you an extra bottle. Have a bottle opener. If you don't have a bottle opener, you can shove the cork all the way through. And the... the uh, the upside to that is you have to drink it all in one setting because, you know, you can't get the cork out. You can't. So if you have to, you can't get the cork out, you just shove it on in all the way. And then, but then you got to drink the whole bottle. So there, there's, there's that. You, you'll have to deal with drinking a whole bottle at one setting. Okay. So just know that if you do shove that all the way in. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's a whole lot better than the, the guy putting the girl in the dumpster that's for sure i like that story way better little snack little bottle of wine survived in the wilderness down under good stuff so, all right what else what else i think i'm about out of news is there anything else what, 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 we got five minutes to wrap this thing up bring it on in land the plane i don't know i don't i don't think let me see i think there was something yesterday oh this is weird Dad coming. <laughs> Roy's calling in. I wanted to I wanted to tell you about this story though. Fayroy, hang on one second. This is crazy. You gotta hear this. There's colleges now, speaking of college graduation, that are that are having segregated graduation events. Have you heard of this? Georgetown, even the University of Oklahoma, Illinois State. A growing number of schools holding ceremonies separate for blacks and also having separate graduations for LGBTQ students, having separate graduations for illegal immigrants uh, based on gender. What? What is this? What is this? This is divisive. You graduate together or you don't graduate. I mean, you kidding me? Why, why separate all these graduation ceremonies? That is that is insane, man. Good morning, Faye Roy. How are you, buddy? Okay, yeah, it does sound kind of sensitive, doesn't it? Well, I just don't know why they want to keep dividing us up. But, you know, I, I thought when Biden got in charge, they're going to bring us all together, unify the country. No, that's not what's happening. Separating us, getting us uh, further apart so there'll be... Uh Whenever the uh, violence started or starts, it'll uh, uh, we won't have so many people together. We'll all be separated. Yeah, conquer groups. and divide, man. That's it. So, what's on your mind this morning? Well, I was just wondering if you're catching any fish. Man, we are catching some fish. Um, the first day was probably the best day. Like I said, even the pros struggled yesterday a little bit. Even the guided the guided hunt, they went up with the guide. They didn't they didn't just slay him yesterday either. But it's, it's tough. It's tough. What's the, what direction's the wind out of? 
Well, it's out of the south. It's out of the south. That ought to be pretty good fishing. Wind's out you, of the south. Blows it in their mouth. Are what? you cooking up your fish? No, your, no. Uh, potatoes? No, we don't even cook them. I don't even know why. It's like, I just follow in suit here. Ned runs the show. And they don't cook them. They, we go out and eat every night. We go. We don't cook the fish. We just go out and eat. I mean, we go out and eat. Well, yeah, I don't know. That don't sound right, does it? Not really. I went I to. We went to the time. restaurant last night, and I ordered fried trout. I'm like, well, my gosh, I'm on a trout river. <laughs> if we're not going to cook our own, I'm going to order it up here. It wasn't very good. It was okay, but it wasn't fresh out of the old river. I don't think. Well, you gotta try. Are you gonna be here all week, or you think? No, no, I'm I'm gonna pack it up, man. After this show, I gotta I gotta wrap it up, and head back to reality. Yes. Well, next time you go fishing, you're gonna have to make a point to kick that over the fence and eat that away. And I say that again, you got underwater on me. Well, I said the next time we go camping, you're gonna. Have to Eating out, you know, and on the campfire. Yes, throw them on the campfire. Yes, I agree, man. I'm, I'm all for it. That's what I want to do. I absolutely do. It's the only way to do it. You're about out of time. I want to get Hey, hey, I thank you, and I just want to be be warned. There is a toe sucker out there, and I hope he doesn't find your place. Okay, so look out for the toe sucker. He's on the loose. Well, he better watch out. I think he's doing <laughs> you have a good Wednesday, man. We'll talk again soon. I won't be here tomorrow now. I'll be back on Friday, though. Okay, be careful. All right, you take care. Bye-bye. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of time for the Brewers briefing today. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll do it again Friday. We don't have shows on Thursdays or Mondays, but we try to do them every other day of the week when we can. And just always remember, if I'm not here, I'm somewhere else. And you guys take care of yourself. We'll jump into Tradio right now.